Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You sit at a desk. They sit at a desk. You have sales reports. They have book reports. You need supplies. They need supplies. Business is a lot like school. That's why your small business should take advantage of back-to-school deals at Staples. Now, Staples 1-inch 3-ring binders are $1.92. One-subject notebooks are just $0.25, cents, and two-pocket poly folders are just $0.35 cents each. Make back-to-school your business at Staples. In-store only while supplies last. Offer and sign 118, limit 30. Love Talk Radio. The Love Zone Disclaimer. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties to the conduct of listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with their use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA.
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah, we're here inside the Love Zone. We're back. Yeah, took a few weeks off to uh, relax. Just truly, Mike T., your host this evening, and tonight is a very special show for me, coming back in the fall season. I know we got football, fellas. Put it on in the background. You can turn the volume down a little low. You're going to want to hear this tonight, as well as you ladies who are football fans. I don't want to exclude you. But uh, we are back for the fall season. That's right, inside the love zone. It's going to be a lot of informative shows. Uh, We've got some special guests, celebrities coming up, lined up, and there are going to be some special events. We'll tell you more about that as we get ready for our fall season. We've got 32 episodes in the uh, bag already, as they say in the radio industry, and that's right, 32 episodes. If you're new listening to the love zone, be sure to check them out at your leisure 24-7, any time of the day or night. You can download them from iTunes. That's right. Just go to iTunes, type in the Love Zone USA, and you'll be able to uh, download our first 32 episodes. That's right. Any one of them that you choose, a topic that may interest you. Hopefully tonight's topic you're interested in because it's uh, one that I think that needs to be discussed. It came up in a conversation, and that's how I uh, derived tonight's uh, topic. But before I get into tonight's topic, I'd like to uh, dedicate and say uh, thank you to some friends of mine, Frank and Yvette Jordan. You know, every now and then in life you find out who your real friends are, and it's great to know that I have friends like Frank and Yvette, and I'd like to say thank you. They know why, and uh, I hope and trust that you and our audience have friends like Frank and Yvette Jordan and what they mean to me. Well, it gives me great pleasure to kick off our um Fall season, we've got a lot planned, a lot of things to do, and tonight's show, let's get into that right quick. It's called, Why Has He Asked You to Marry Him? Why Has He Not Asked You to Marry Him? Uh, are You Damaged Goods? Now, I got an email from someone who I consider and respect, and I don't mean that damaged goods in a, in a negative sense. I know it implies some things, and I've, I've, I've gotten cautioned on that. But but it came up in some conversation with some men um, in in regards to that. Now, in, in today's society, it is still, uh, I guess, considered a man's position to ask a woman to marry him. So why aren't you getting married and asked to be married? We're going to explore that uh, topic, and uh, hopefully you'll call in. Let me give out the number. We're going to have our special guest coming on in a little while. I'm going to give my opinions and my take on that, as well as, you know, the conversations I had with some gentlemen about that. The telephone number, for those of you who may have forgotten, it's on our website, the Love Zone USA, right there, and it's 347-539-5729. So if you want to call in and comment on our topic tonight, we urge you to. I have a special guest that will be coming on to assist me with the topic tonight, and it's someone that I had the pleasure of working with at an old station of mine, WNJR. We're going to talk about her. Well, I might as well give you her name right now. She uh, has been a uh, contributor to Essence and many other things that I'll talk about. But I knew this woman when she worked with me at uh, WNJR, and I, I had the pleasure of meeting her then. And she had a show on. I don't know if that was her first media outlet, but it was my first introduction to her in the media. So she's a long-time, uh, I guess you can say, relationship expert and uh, media expert in that uh, department. 
Her name is Dr. Gwendolyn Goldsby Grant. She's going to be our guest coming up. And uh, many of you probably know her from her national, many things that she's done. We'll talk about, you know, some of the things that she's done, but uh, primarily Essence magazine. And she's uh, written a column and article for Essence for many, many years. I think it's over 20, 25 years. And we'll talk to her about that when she comes on. And she'll be our guest tonight to assist me with this topic. Why has he not asked you to marry him? Are you damaged goods? Don't take that personal. We're here to help. The show is designed to educate, elevate, and entertain. As I've always said from the beginning, the mission of the show is that we create more families. And the only way you get to the family is focus on the dating. Like I said, we got books on everything else, how to buy a house, buy a car, anything you want to know. But meeting that very special someone and uh, not leaving it to chance and lucking up to make that commitment up till death do you part, well, it starts with dating. And we got a young lady to talk about that right now to kick off our show. Her name is Beyonce, and she says, for all you single ladies and all you guys, if you really like it, put a ring on it. Here's the signs of love.
singer Ted Wizard Mills, who we're going to be getting on our show. He's one of the celebrities that will be hopefully coming up in this fall season, and we'll be talking to him. Uh, doesn't that music remind you of, you know, records down in the basement, mm, parties? 
Well, we're taking you back. Some of the music you may hear tonight might remind you, for those of you that are out of New Jersey, you know, we are national. We are on the Internet. We are worldwide. Uh, if it reminds you a little bit of WNGR, I just want to make it at home tonight. We might feature some of the music that I used to play back in the day. In the meantime, our topic, why has he not asked you to marry him yet? Are you damaged kids? Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Is it because you have too much weight? Is it because you have a bad attitude? Do you know at all why he isn't asking you to marriage? How long has it been? How long have you been dating? Two years, three years, four years, five years? Are you comfortable the way the relationship is that uh, you don't want to move forward? Are you satisfied? Did you ever, ever have that conversation? Did you consider him for marriage, and did he consider you for marriage? Well, if you talked about it, how come it hasn't moved to that step? I always say the dating uh, aspect of a relationship is like the interviewing process. I know a lot of people don't like to hear me say that, but I'm just going to lay it on the line. That's my feeling. And in that interviewing, you know, six months goes by, seven, eight, nine months, maybe after you've had that conversation about both of you being on the same page of what you like and what you want in a, you know, a relationship, a partnership, a marriage, maybe he's starting to see some things that uh, he didn't like, that he's talking to someone else about, maybe his buddies, but hasn't talked to you about. Or maybe he's alluded to them, mentioned them, and you haven't uh, done anything about it as of yet. Is that happening in your relationship? That is stuck in neutral? Yeah, the car has a lot of gears, but neutral isn't one you want to be in in a relationship. Are you moving backwards? Well, the key is to move forward. So, if during that dating process he's seeing things that uh, is is preventing him from, you know, making the next step, we're going to get to the bottom line of it. But the bottom line, uh, one of the questions would be, are you willing to change? Are you, can you be rehabilitated if there are problems, if there are issues? You know, because uh, look at your girlfriend. Some of them have been Asked, been divorced, maybe asked, married two, three times. I know women with three rings or have had three rings. Now, I know I had this conversation with another friend of mine who I hope she calls in tonight. She says, well, um, yeah, but they're divorced. But they've been asked. And then the question is, yes, you've been asked, and maybe you didn't want to marry him. That's a whole other show. <laughs> We're talking about why... He hasn't asked you to marry him. Why hasn't he made that commitment to you? Now, that's presuming you want him to make that commitment. So, ladies, if that is you, then why hasn't he as of yet? We definitely want to know. And if you're in that situation or know someone who is, why don't you give us a call, 347-539-5729. It is what it is. Well, you know, I, I, we don't know. We want to find out because, as we say in the love zone, this is a place where you live and learn. Well, the next record I'm going to play goes toward this subject. And for the guys and ladies, let me tell you, they're out there who are for real. 
This one is dedicated to you. It's Will Downing, along with Phil Perry. Inside the Love Zone, it's called Baby.
That's a little bit of Shaka Khan and Clouds here inside the Love Zone with yours truly, Mike T. Want to uh, throw out that telephone number again. It's 347-539-5729. You'll be able to talk to me as well as our guests. By the way, if you're single out there, make sure you let us know that you're available. We want to find out if you are available. You can uh, use the power of the Internet. As I've always said, the right one might not be in your backyard, because if they were, why haven't you found them on your way to church, on your way to work, on your way shopping, where do you exercise at in your travels? Well, they may not be in your backyard. The world is a little bit bigger, thanks to the net, the Internet, and you be my guest to use it tonight. If you're single, male or female, we want you to be our bachelor or bachelorette, Give us a call, 347-539-5729. We want to let the world know that you're available. And if you have a Gmail account or a Yahoo account, uh, set one up prior to um, calling in so that uh, when you give out that account on uh, this program, that they can contact you via that email versus your personal. Maybe you just want to deal with everyone or all the potential people who may be prospects in a separate uh, email account. So be sure to... Uh, Give out a Gmail or Yahoo account that you can set up while we're waiting for you to call in. Well, my name is Mike T, and I'm host tonight. Our topic is how come he has not married you yet, okay? Are you damaged goods? Well, some of the questions could be, you know, we talked about it a little earlier, but it's a variety of reasons why that uh, elusive ring may not have gotten to your finger. We want to we try to get to the bottom of that. Is someone afraid? Is someone afraid of commitment, commitment phobic? Maybe that's something we need to explore tonight. Is it something you're not doing in the relationship? That's really the bottom line, because if it's the man's job to ask the women, I know you guys want to be equal to us in every area, but I think chivalry and opening the door and all that good stuff, well, I think you still want the man to do all that. You know, pick you up in the car. Mm-hmm. I know all about it. <laughs> and I just can't wait. <laughs> well, in the reversal of roles, uh, I don't know too many women who are asking men to marry them. So that means you need to be doing something that the man wants and likes in order for you to be approached with that ring. And in order to do that, well, I guess you need to know what he likes, what he wants in his future partner. And if you're doing all those things, how come he hasn't asked you to marry him? That is the question. And if you know somebody like that out there in our audience, I want you to make sure that you call them so they can give us a call at 347-539-5729. Now, I can tell you this. If you are doing the right thing, if you are doing all those things to make a man want to marry you, and you know what he wants, that's all you have to concentrate on, not all the other men, just the man you're dating. If you know what he wants in a wife, then why hasn't he asked you to marry him? 
Well, we're going to find that out, and we're going to have our special guest come in and help us with that in a little while. Right now, I'm going to go into some more music because I think um, one of the things we can attest that to is what the Isley Brothers talk about. And, well, Isley says it best. You know what, ladies, I can tell you this as a hint. If what you're doing in a relationship just uh, make the man, if you're doing it right, he'll ask you. He will definitely ask you. Matter of fact, he'll make me say, make me say it again. Here's Isaac Brothers, Inside the Love Song. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Hey, ladies, that's uh, Mr. Everett Hart. He says, don't look any further, because the guy you might be looking for could be here inside the love zone listening, and he may be waiting to talk to you. Evidently, if he's listening to this show, then he has some uh, interest in relationships. So, uh, ladies, don't look any further than the Love Zone USA. Well, it gives me proud pleasure to introduce our first guest. Uh, she is Dr. Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn Goldsby Grant, and she's earned a bachelor's of science degree. Uh, she has two master's degrees, one in guidance and counseling, the other in behavioral science. She also has a doctorate in theology, a second doctorate in education. She's completed a year of study and research in the Department of Psychiatry and Mental Health Science at the University of Medicine and Dentistry of New Jersey at Newark and is part of the doctoral plan of study. Dr. Gwendolyn Grant is a private consultant. She's a media psychologist, a public speaker, a certified sex counselor, and a diplomat of the American Board of Sexology, Washington, D.C. Dr. Grant is a strong education advocate, and it gives me proud pleasure to bring her to you right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce our guest tonight. Her name is Dr. Gwendolyn Goldsby Grant. Thank you. Dr. Grant, are you there? Yes, delighted to be here. And don't forget that 25, that 25 years with Essence Magazine. <laughs> I wow. wanted you to let them know. Yes, I wanted journey. you to let them know. Wow, yeah. years. Yeah, eight years. So, uh, mm-hmm. You've had a long. I read something, uh, matter of fact, on that. I understand at one time they were a little slow on ads, and they needed your space to run some ads. Mm-hmm. And then the lines were jammed. Did I read that correctly? Because the readers were wondering what happened to your column. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And at one time they wanted to take the photograph out, and I said, "You never talk to a blank therapist. You must oh, okay. see the therapist." <laughs> so we got rid of that idea also. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, I found you, I found your photo on uh, on the uh, internet today, yes, uh, right, and I decided to put it up on Facebook so people would know who Dr. Gwendolyn Goldsby is. Yes, and eight million women know because um, <laughs> that was my audience. Eight million for twenty five wow. years. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I met you at WNJR. It takes me back yes. to that that time. Uh, Before we get into our topic, was that your first media outlet, or had you done something prior to WNGR? Oh, yes. I was on Regis Philbin when he was just local. I mean, would you believe that? Oh, okay. He was local in New York, and I was on his show. I had really started my journey um, as a multimedia psychologist. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, our topic is... uh, how come he hasn't asked you to marry him? And uh, yet, yeah, and are you damaged goods? Now, I got an email from a very close uh, friend, or friend of the show, actually, and she said that um, email, that title, could imply some negative things, and it wasn't yeah. meant to imply that, but uh, yeah. I guess it does. Yeah. But what is your take on that topic and the subject that we are talking about yeah, this evening? How come you, he has not asked you to marry him? One of the things I say in my book, The Best Kind of Loving, 
and it's been the book has been around quite a while. It's become a classic. It's still in print. Uh, one of the things I said in the book: you need to find yourself before you even look for a man, because once you understand who you are, and you begin to market that wonderful person inside of you, because what you're marketing is what you're attracting. Because I was on um, the early show on. CBS a few years back, and they said, um, we want to talk about um, finding your better half. I said, I don't believe in that. You got the wrong psychologist. Because I think it's a problem because women think of themselves as a half person until they get their better half. And that's a big problem. There's no such thing as a half person. I teach whole person psychology. And how you market yourself determines what you attract to yourself. Let me give you an example. On page 185, I said, this is marketing. If you're too needy, you will attract an A-man. What kind of man is that? An abuser. If you're too desperate, you'll attract a BBD. And they said, what's that? I said, a bossy big daddy. And if you're too helpless, you'll attract a TM or a TB. What's that? A temporary brother who give you plenty of sex and no commitment. <laughs> temporary brother, huh? Temporary, temporary. brother, right? <laughs> and so it's it's all about self-esteem and okay. how you esteem yourself, both for men and for women. Okay. And don't be a last chance woman because that's how you're going to be treated. And this other thing is stop trying to fall in love. You talk about falling in love like you fell in a hole, you know. <laughs> love <laughs> love is. It's not something you fall into. As a matter of fact, the love you're seeking from him is inside of you. Yeah? We are okay. all. The love is inside of you. No one brings it to you or takes it away from you. I wrote about that in essence. Um, the, the article, it wasn't my column, it was an article I wrote. Are you relationship ready? And that's the problem. Most of us aren't even ready for relationships because we're looking for someone to bring this love to us when, in fact, the love is inside of us. Okay? Now, when you say bring this love to us, uh, mm-hmm. I'm a little confused about someone bringing love to you. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that you're not uh, well maybe maybe you just need to explain it to me okay. in our audience okay this is what I mean love is inside of you we are all love's creation no one gives it to you or takes it away from you when they leave you they take their body they don't take the love okay and I keep telling women it's, it's like claiming your own personhood through the love inside of you, given to you by your creator. No one brings it or takes it away. And I have an affirmation in the book I have women repeat. I was a person. See, when you believe this theory I'm teaching, you believe in your own personhood. You don't believe in yourself as a half person and somebody else brings you the other half. Okay? And I tell you, this is the affirmation that I have women repeat. I was a person before he came into my life. I am a person while I am with him. I will be a person if he departs. 
That's claiming your own personhood, understanding that the love is inside of you. No one brings it to you. But we, okay. don't, know the, we don't know the difference between love and lust. That's the problem. Well, Dr. Grant, would you agree that uh, many years ago, let's say back in the 50s and 60s, people you know, migrating from the South, there right. was more marriage then and family, even though, I, you know, I know you mentioned a lot of things in the email that you sent me, especially the jobless, we'll get to that, and right. some of the other things. But it seemed as if there were more families in, in, in created, created after what they called engagement or dating or what was that, courting, all those terminologies. Why is that lost today that men are not making commitments or to these women? And, and I'm sure there's a, you listed a variety of things. So why don't you touch on some of those? Yeah, you said right in my book. I said before before 1960, almost 80 percent of African American families were intact families. Would you believe that? Somewhere after say about 1960 or thereabout, we got culturally confused. Integration confused us. We started incorporating other people's value systems. I call it the alien value system. And we tried to incorporate that into our lives and we got culturally confused. We start measuring people by material values instead of our standard values, African American values. I remember my mother telling me, these are the three traits you look for in a man. And I wrote about them in my book. First, does he love God? Uh, does, not, not, not does he go to church or does he go to the mosque or does he go to the temple. She said, does he love God? Okay, mm-hmm. That's trait number one. Trait number two, does he love his mother? Hmm? And the third one, she said, does he like to work? She didn't even say, does he have a job? Does he like to work? Does he have a work ethic? And those are the three states of, of trade standard in the African, particularly in the African-American community. Does he love God? Does he love his mother? And does he like to work? Hmm? So I said to myself, we lost those somehow, and we got, we, we started, started in on these material values. Does he drive a car? How big is it? You know, <laughs> you know, does it, what kind of clothes does he wear? You know, clothes do not make a man. You know, and what, he's, Thank you. And what about you. his ride? And, and, and judging him by his paycheck, it's in my book. Never judge a black man by his paycheck. Okay. And why is that, Dr. Grant? Why is that? Because his paycheck fluctuates according to the job market. Does that make him less than a man because his check his, his check is less this month than last year? No. Mm. No. Mm. I, in my book, I said what we've got to do, hold on to our own value system concerning the economy. So what's that? We've got to depersonalize money. Okay? What do I mean by that? Stop talking yeah. about my money and your money, the money, <laughs> the money. My mother used to tell my daddy when he got his paycheck and cashed it, put the money on the dresser to pay the bill. <laughs> has nothing to do with you and me. It's the Correct. money. We won't worry about who 
made the most money in our value system before 1960, we were happy that we had the money to pay the bills, no matter whether it was his wife doing day's work or him as a um, butler or whatever he was doing at the time. Okay? But somehow no, that confused. Sometimes it was a school teacher and a, and a man who worked in a restaurant, but they raised children and they did very well. So, Dr. Grant, to the women in our audience who are thinking today that uh, they're making more money than men, and that, yes. like you said, the value systems have changed possibly, and due due to you know a variety of things, and maybe um, what do we call it when EEOC and and having enough minorities in a corporation, um, women women are doing better in, in a lot of instances, middle management. Uh, they have a lot of middle, middle management jobs that um, mm-hmm. men may not be, you know, uh, ascertaining have as quickly. Access to. Mm-hmm. So when that happens and, mm-hmm. and they place the emphasis on the financial, which I've always mm-hmm. said there are five reasons for divorce, finance, That's right. sex, That's right. compatibility, family, That's right. That's and it. abuse, that's There's it. another one that TV tends to throw in there. That's drama. If you got too much drama in your life, but if we focus on the finance piece, and you're talking yeah, about we lost our value system, right. how does that play today with with the things that you were talking about when when our values have changed financially and the women their 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 values have changed financially, and that may yeah. be one of the things preventing the guy from asking from, her right. to marry. Right, because two things he. He values his manhood, and his manhood is based on his career, and his career is attached to money. So if he doesn't measure up, okay, if he doesn't measure up, he feels less than a man, okay? So Mm -hmm. I'm concerned with my brothers because they are measuring their manhood by what I call a value system that doesn't apply to them. Well, we Mm -hmm. we have a history of slavery. (laughs) <laughs> that we must consider when we talk about our relationships. And slavery and all that happened to us still has an impact today because we still have the highest numbers of unemployment and the last last, uh, last hired and first fired. We still deal right. with these issues. So what right. I want to get across in our relationships and tell brothers that you are still a man if you're unemployed, you're still a man if she makes more money than you, and you must not use that value system because it's European. It is not Afrocentric. It has nothing right. to do, has nothing to do with your history and your conditions and your community. And we are measuring mm. each other. We are measuring each other by these values that are alien to our own circumstances and our own history and it's unfair to our family. Okay. That 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 is that is a very important point. Yeah. Dr. Grant, would you hold on? I have a, another guest that I'd like to bring on. Um yes, Kathy, Kathy. Bishop. Yes. Kathy, are you there? I wanted Barry to bring Kathy on. Yes, I do too, because I heard her voice. Yeah. Kathy, are you in yet? Let me just send uh We'd love to hear Kathy's voice. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yes, she is. Hello, Kathy. Dr. Grant, how are you? Fine, Kathy. How are you, darling? I am blessed. Thank you so much. Did you hear our portion? 
I I heard the latter portion, and mm-hmm. yes, 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 I was very, very, very much co-signing on what you were saying, Dr. Grant, and mm-hmm. I think that I think that we do have a long way to go in so many different ways. And with regard to the question, should I? Are you ready for me to answer the question, Marcy? Oh yeah. Kathy, before, before you do, <laughs> before you do, Kathy, because I know I know I'm getting ready to start it up here. Before you do, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your background so they know exactly who you are and what you've been doing? Okay, okay. Well, I'm a first aid coach. So I get things in the, in the very beginning. I work with an international uh, matchmaking uh, brokerage firm, and I handle all of their uh, members who come in in the Pennsylvania, the Delaware, and the New Jersey area. Mm-hmm. So and would you I, like to give the name of that company? Or? I sure would. It's called It's Just Lunch. Okay. And, and some people may be familiar with it. And I also am the creator and author of a audio and a program entitled No Romance Without Finance. I have this written right down in front of me. <laughs> I, wrote a, I wrote a piece. I wrote a piece of, of it with that same title. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You have to connect them because I yeah. actually did. And it really isn't as much, and Mike T is very familiar with, with the with the audio mm-hmm. at least. It it really Absolutely. has nothing to do with uh the fact that as the song did, you know, yeah. you gotta have a DOB if you wanna be it's not about that. It's about the 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 dynamics between your relationships, your finances and your emotions. Right. And the fact that we're supposed to be uplifting one another, and particularly yeah. the, the woman is supposed to be uplifting the man, and if he has some financial uh, issues, then it is really up to you as the woman to come, and, and if you are, are better suited and better well able to manage your your funds, and this is the only issue that you guys are having is the financial, his, his bad, his terrible, horrible money habits, then yeah. it's, I think that it's, it's your job to help him along with those money habits, you know, yeah. to uplift him and to teach him, to train him, to retrain him if it's necessary. Retrain. So yeah. that's what I do. Yeah, and it yeah. and it's just one thing because we didn't learn. This is not something that we were learning. It was not as available to us as it is now today. Years ago, we you know we we stumbled upon uh, credit cards. We didn't know what they were in college. You got them for a candy bar, so you signed up more and you got more candy bars, and then you started charging up and getting, you know, excessive credit. So we were not really educated about these things. Right. And and I always say that we, we actually, for women, we, we go out and, you know, the adjustable rate mortgage, the problem we have with the adjustable rate mortgages uh, with the, with the uh, uh, predatory lending and things uh, in mm-hmm. the past couple of years, I say that women, we go out and we, we're searching, searching, and we, we are attracted by that, 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 ARM, which is usually adjustable rate mortgage, but we're attracted by that adjustable rate man, and we wind up with uh, a relationship that is constantly resetting. So those are some things that we just have to be aware of as as women, seeking men who don't ask us to marry them. Yes. 
so what do you, both of you feel about the situation when society says man should be the breadwinner? That is still pretty predominant in most young young boys growing up and how they grow up. Men should be the breadwinner, and women are not feeling security unless you are the breadwinner in the home. And due to, you know, uh, circumstances not available to men and, and doing this dating aspect, I'm talking about the dating, not doing marriage. I'm just talking about doing the dating because that is where you're eventually going to ask that woman's hand in marriage. And if she could be, as Dr. Grant said, devaluating you because she's tying you to a paycheck or to a job, and you've come on possibly hard times, this could be a reason for one of the reasons why men are not stepping up and and, and that they're finding, you know, they're, they're footing a little loose in this dating scenario. Mm-hmm. What are your comments about that, either one of you, both of you, actually? <laughs> I call it cultural confusion because historically that's not the way we did it. Uh, but, see, we, did, we never told our stories to our younger generations about how mm-hmm. we survived in these relationships. Uh-huh. If we had done it, we wouldn't be so doggone confused now because that's not our right. history. The the one you're, you're quoting to us now about, that's not our history. That's not how we made it. We we, we um, survived through Ujamaa, which is cooperative mm. economics. Cooperative economics. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how we survived as black people, but we didn't tell our children how we did it. And so now they're very confused, and they're defining themselves through this materialistic society and culture, okay? Mm. So they think of employment as a put-down or, you know, less than a man and blah, blah, blah. No, um, unemployment is a family issue. It's not a man issue, breadwinner issue. That's that's not the way we did it mm, historically. Everybody understood. Mm. Everybody had to put their shoulder to the wheel, even the kids. That's right. I mean, I had to sell newspapers and uh, what Mm -hmm. else did I do? I sold little cosmetics called um, Lucky Heart Cosmetics when I was 10 years old. I used to deliver uh, the Chicago Defender newspaper, which is a black newspaper. Everybody was working in the family, okay? So we're really right. talking about collectively, collectively. Yeah, how, do you, how do you make that shift? Yeah. You, yeah. So so I think, Mike T., what, what, what Dr. Grant is saying, that it, it, it's a shift mm-hmm. that that we would need to, to focus on. But it, it, if, if you're always thinking and knowing that, and you're saying, well, why hasn't he asked to marry me? And you're thinking, I'm a good catch. This is an example. I'm a good catch because I'm well-educated. I'm making more money. Heck, I'm making more money than him. Ah, the Ah. fact that you are articulating that, it's not not that he is really, um, he can't handle your success. He can't handle you and, 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 you know, being more educated and all these other things. He can't handle that underlying attitude that you're bringing. That's what he can't handle. Thanks. And that's why he feels he may be feeling less than a man. He's not going to tell you. It's, it's yes, in right. his emotion. He loves you, but in his feeling, yes. he feels less than a man. Yes. And not anyone, everyone's not going to want to just come and tell you, hey, big book, right. I feel less than a man. Right. But it's going to show in his feeling. That's right. That's and he's right. not going to ask you to marry him. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But, but you're right about that attitude. When I yeah. met my when I met my husband, he didn't he didn't have a job. He's a great man now, but he didn't even have a job when I met him. Okay, mm-hmm. he had a hustle. He had a hustle, but he had all those traits I talked about before. He loved God. He loved his. You know what he did one time? I looked at it. He gave his mother. This is back in the day. He gave his mother a hundred dollar bill, and I looked at that for her birthday. 
that was like giving your mother like $5,000 today, okay? Wow. Give his mother a $100 bill. This is what I said to myself. Gee whiz, he gives his mother a $100 bill? There's no telling what he's going to give me. Hello? And, and Dr. Grant, you know what the other thing is? Mm-hmm. If you hear him say something really negative or treat his mother very negatively, mm-hmm. I tell women, run. Run. That's because what my mother told me. Right there, That's right. <laughs> that's what you can expect. <laughs> my mother used to say something really dreadful, and I used to think she was awful. She said, "If you see a negro, if you see a negro that curses his mother, that negro ought to have been born dead." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, but that's a strong emotion. That's a strong emotion. I get it. I get it. Run. I get, I get it. No, I thought run. it was awful. I get it. Run, <laughs> run. <laughs> so, so ladies, ladies, let me let me do this. We're gonna come back, and and Dr. Grant, you brought up a huge point of this cultural confusion, and you yes. listed some other things, other points, uh, in the email that you sent to me, and I just love some of these points that I want to come back to, like hoochie holidays, penis politics, yes. playing the stud, irresponsible. Yes. Um, what is that? Uh, users, haters, players. Oh, this yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Misogyny, misogyny. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Hating women. Mm-hmm. And don't forget the loss of manhood in the hood. And oh, we're definitely going to get to that. But right Ooh. now, what I'd like to do is I want to give out the telephone number to our listeners. Uh, Dr. Grant is here along with Kathy Bishop. The number is three four seven. Mm-hmm. 539-5729, and I'd love for you guys in our audience to chime in and call in. And Dr. Grant, Kathy, mm-hmm. would you just hang on with me? I want to play a little bit of music, and sure. we're going to come back to some of those other topics in just a minute here inside sure. the Love Zone. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, inside the Love Zone, here's what mm-hmm. men should be saying to you ladies, and it's by the whispers. What is it? I want to make you my wife here inside the Love Zone. And why 
Where are you when I need you? 
That's the main ingredients. Where were you when I needed you? Ladies, let me be the first to tell you that men do need you. You may feel like at some point that we don't, but we need you for sure. Right, and as you heard the whispers, and I'm going to make you my wife. If you uh, are checking out our show and you don't want to call in, we do have the chat room open right now. So be sure to just log on to the Love Zone USA. And uh, if you have some comments that you want to make, uh, you can go to our chat room. It is wide open for you right now, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to join us in our chat room. If you want to call in, the number is 347-539-5729. That number is 347-539-5729. like to uh, welcome, before I bring our guest back in, uh, and bring them back on the air. I'd like to welcome some new people to the Love Zone, uh, new members on our Facebook page. And if you haven't joined it as of yet, be sure to log on, www.facebook.com backslash the Love Zone USA. I'd like to welcome Michelle Renia, Christine Gates, Michelle Whelan, Shanita Johnson, and Robert Reese. Uh, they all have uh, joined our Facebook page, and we're welcoming you and glad to have you here. Tonight's guest we have Dr. Gwendolyn Goldsby-Grant, who has an illustrious resume. I've worked with her at WNJR back in the day. And uh, we have Kathy Bishop here, who is also uh, has a lot of experience with relationships uh, with just much. Maybe you guys, we're going to let them give out their information in a little while. So if you want to contact them after the show, we're going to allow you to do that. But if you want to call in, again, the number is 347 347- Five three nine fifty seven twenty nine, and uh, we do have our chat room open. Now let's get right back to our topic of uh, how come this man hasn't asked you to marry him yet? Are you damaged goods, or w- what the situation is? And we we've covered a lot, Dr. Grant and Kathy Bishop. And uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Grant, you have sent me an email on a lot of <laughs> things reasons. <laughs> reasons. Why don't we talk about this? Um, uh, wow. Oh, where, where, where do we go from here? <laughs> Commitment, phobias, one-way intimacy. Uh, yes. You yes. just have a, a, an array of reasons why. Yeah, there are a lot of reasons for it. As a matter of fact, uh, a great psychologist, uh, Dr. Nathan Hare from San Francisco, he coined a phrase called women suffer from sexual anorexia. And mm. I said, what is that? Yeah, what is it? Pain, the pain from being dumped uh, uh so long, you know, being dumped by men, and she she withdraws from that pain, and sometimes um, uh, becomes uh, even celibate because of it. Um, and one of the things I wa- I don't need no man. Uh, uh, psychology uh, leads her mm-hmm. to sexual anorexia, um, as Dr. Nathan Hare says. She withdraws emotionally. She may be there physically, but she's not there emotionally. And I think. Uh, that situation lacks intimacy between uh, black men and black women. Um, And the term intimacy is lost because men misunderstand. They stop at the first two letters of the word intimacy. Uh (laughs) And they think they're the T-I-N. They think they receive their goal. And there she is lost and withdrawn in this sexual anorexia. That's one of the basic reasons, the loss of intimacy between men and women. And women of... Go ahead. 
So, Dr. Grant, you, you bring up a point there. So you're saying in, in some instances when the women have maybe a bad relationship, mm-hmm. how do they go about getting help? Because I think, I think, man, this is just my observation or opinion, that they turn to their girlfriends. Do you think at that point a lot of women <laughs> need to turn to professional help? And if so, how do they go about it? Maybe a lot of them don't know and think it's too expensive. Is there an economical way to talk to someone who is third party who is not a close girlfriend, you know, that they can get some of that help that you seem to allude to that they may need? How do you address that? Uh, I have a rule. Stop talking to women about men who don't have men. <laughs> you know, uh, she she won't be a good therapist for you. I, I really think that we really, we, you know, black people don't like to go to therapy because it's hard enough right. to be black. Yeah, it's hard enough to be black and female. Uh, you don't want to be black and crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that's one of the reasons they don't go. Uh, but they really is, is that the stigma? Yeah, it's so taboo. Yeah, it's, it's so really taboo. taboo in the black community. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, particular and men forget it. I mean, they're not going to go yeah. to a therapist uh, to talk about these issues. So that's why I think sometimes that we need to get in group therapy. You know, with mm-hmm, other couples. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To share mm-hmm. our pain and our difficulty. That's how we, because we really are a, a community of of people who supported one another. That's how we survived. You know the sisterhood and the brotherhood, you know? And I think we that's sometimes that's the therapy we need to get in these sensitive support groups, okay? And, and women need to connect with other women but um, because we found out through research that your girlfriends really, really create a better medical um, record for you, actually. Physically, this quality of having girlfriends will combat depression in women. Because we mm-hmm. tend to be very supportive of one another. And because we are, it really increases our longevity. Would you believe that? Yeah, but I know that, that Mike T is talking about the uh, the advice when we're talking about certain levels of advice when when a, when, when, when when someone has some major issues such as the ones that you're talking about that 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 they can seek additional um additional help additional therapy and then in that group that's helpful i think dr grant because when you're in that women's group if you've got one or two other women that have them and they're able to open up and talk about it yes yes you've got another person that will unload on one sister one friend get in a group situation (laughs) because the group situation is more powerful Okay, mm-hmm. sharing our pain. Okay, and actually, it crea- it does something chemically to us. That support helps us to create more serotonin, which is a, is a neurotransmitter mm-hmm. that helps combat depression. Would you believe that? That's right. Okay, yeah. the, uh, it actually has a chemistry, chemical involvement. <laughs> these kinds of group support for women very important. And so for the men. <laughs> and so for the men, but men tend to want to talk about sports. They don't want to talk about music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> you know, and they, they really, yeah, there's a football game on tonight, yeah, so I know. Yeah. About who won. That's bonding to the men. That's bonding yeah, that, that's to the bonding, men. That's bonding for them, you know. And, and I, I say to them all the time, you really need to start talking about your feelings. And oh. But they think sharing feelings is a sign of weakness. 
Because that's what society has taught them. Society, Western society. Men don't cry and all that crap. You know what I'm saying? And that's why men are dying from heart attacks. Because they're not unloading all of this stress. And it becomes this stress. Yeah, that's why I use this show as my release. Yes, absolutely. Because men have been burdened with this whole thing of man. Men don't cry. And manhood, all yes. Manhood. Yes. It, it, it's really. It's real. Men. You can look at the uh, the statistics. Men die eight years earlier than women. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a reason for that. And one of the reasons is how we're socialized. How they're socialized as men. Uh, I, I and all I call a lot of it what I call penis politics. Um, yeah, that, that's yeah. That's I wanted to know about that one. Yeah, penis, <laughs> yeah. penis politics. Penis politics tells a man that in order to prove your hardcore, stomped down manhood, that you don't do that within the traditional marriage bond. That's just to prove those traditions. In order to prove your stomped down. Hardcore manhood, you need to go out and get yourself some strange stuff. That's a lot of nonsense. That's a lot of nonsense. That's why men are caught in these traps. Even even white men, you know, like you, Grant, out on the strip with a, a black hooker. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's not just a black man thing. It's a universal concept we have given men. Uh, President Clinton had it. I mean, it's it's really pervasive. And one of the things I try to tell men, stop using your erection to try to find your direction, you know, because your manhood is not there in your penis. Your your your, your largest sexual organ is your brain. Now, doc, Dr. Grant, uh, there are a lot of, you know, I mean, in the dating aspect, when girlfriends, I guess if I say it in the barbershop world, guys talk about it, and I'm, I think in the salons, the perception is that, uh, and I did somewhat of a show on that, that, you know, we're talking about size here. And I'm glad that you're a sex mm-hmm. therapist yeah. and that you're, 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 you can speak on this from a professional standpoint. Yeah. But let's just take it to the two layman areas of salon, hair salons for women, and mm-hmm. barbershops for men. I, I can't talk about the women's side. Maybe you guys can dress her, Kathy. But let me just give you the men's point of view. We hear a lot, or I hear a lot of the guys talking about, does size matter? Okay. Now, we have this locker room, barbershop conversation. And now you're okay. saying that uh, an erection shouldn't be your direction. No, no. And okay. we're, we're thinking, and, and before I let you go, we're okay, thinking go that in the hair salon conversations, okay. women are talking about, well, he wasn't. He wasn't large enough. Right. That's why he didn't get the second date. Right. So mm-hmm. no, what comment she really, on that. What, what she really means is, and she doesn't know it because she hasn't consulted me and she hasn't read my book. <laughs> what she really means is he has poor technique. Uh-huh. He has poor oh, technique. Okay. And okay. it's partly her fault. And she's not mm-hmm. going to like it, but I'm going to tell her. Because what she does, she fakes it. And, and she, she doesn't communicate to him what it is, what her needs are. That's yeah. right. She's yeah. a big okay. faker, okay? And she wow. so stop she, she faking so. and start telling him what he's not doing. But don't tell him while he's doing it, okay? <laughs> Bring it up in a more relaxed 
time, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's by telling him first what he did well. You know, I like the way you uh, slowed down. You know, that was really great. I was waiting for the next step, and it never came, you know. The next time, I would like for you to move up a little higher so that when we are together, it's not a lot of in and out. You you press down on me so that your base of your penis is touching my clitoris. Then I really get excited. You see? That's instruction. Okay. 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 Tell him what he did well, and then you tell him. Mm-hmm. But you sandwich need- it. You sandwich yeah. it. Yeah. Start with a compliment yeah. and then a correction. Exactly. Dr. Grant, to the women who are listening and saying, well, I'm with a guy 35, 40 years old, and I don't feel like being an instructor. What do you say to me? Well, you are blowing your own game, you silly girl. Exactly. I mean, look, this is this is a two. Wait a minute. It takes two to tango, not just one performer. You know, this is not a circus. Okay. This is a relationship. Okay. okay? And these are not performers. This is a relationship. Okay. You know, what you're asking the men to perform like he's a monkey on a string. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. We're having a relationship here. Hello? Okay. And that's okay. in the bedroom. I mean, that's everywhere. That's the, that's it is everywhere. a relationship. Thank you, darling. What is sex then, Kathy? What is sex? What is sex, Kathy? Nothing but another form of communication. Communication. Yes. So if you communicate. And so does size matter. So, so what you hear and what I hear since I'm in the salon, <laughs> and what I hear might be, might be what Dr. Grant said, or, you know, it wasn't, or what you said about it, him not being uh, the right size and him not being, uh, not having the right uh, mm-hmm. technique or just not doing what he's supposed to do. Right. Uh, just really doesn't, you know, that's perception. It's, it's perception. her perception. And even if he it does have a large size, his technique, you can teach him to touch the right buttons, which is your clitoris, L-O, okay? You can teach him right. this, this rising higher so mm-hmm. that the base of the penis massages the clitoris so she's guaranteed an orgasm, L-O. That, that, that size won't make any difference in this technique I'm teaching here. It has nothing to do now with the, size. It has to do with technique. Now, Dr. Mm. Tanner, are you are you teaching these 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 types of um, sessions for couples or for individuals or anything I, like I, that? I don't do any, I don't do any did uh, you, um, private work anymore, but I did it all in essence. I wrote it constantly trying to teach this methodology, okay? Wow. Because it, this, because the, uh, uh, the woman's clitoris is the point of orgasm, okay? There are, there are vaginal orgasms, and they, mm-hmm, they definitely mm-hmm. are, but the, the clitoral orgasm is more intense. You feel like you're flying to the moon, yep. okay? And, and, and most men don't even contact the clitoris during um, the intercourse, during coitus, because she doesn't teach him how to get there. Because all he all he thinks of is the in and out method. He doesn't know any other methods. He he doesn't know to come up higher, right, and, right, and to, and to stay close. So she's not she's not giving me instruction. Sometimes she can't give me instruction because she doesn't know. Yeah, and I think that Dr. Grant, would you agree? I know you said you don't know, wait until the time is, is is you know it's a better relaxing time, but right. but I find that sometimes isn't it okay depending on what the vibe is 
to yes. actually instruct him yes. and guide him, lead him. Yes. Yeah, you got it. You really know what you're doing. When during you're during the time that you're making love. Yes. You know, I think that that's Because if yes. you have sight music and the right whisper, you can do it then. Yes, yes. Yes, you can. But it's the it's not what you say, it's the way you exactly say you say it. it. Okay. All right. Well, ladies, I want I wanna give out our number again. So if someone is bold enough to enter into this conversation yes. which They don't have to be bold, they Mike. They don't have to be bold. They don't have to be bold, just come on in. Yeah, yeah. Mike, I'm tired of pornography. I'm interested in an intelligent conversation about sexuality. Right. Okay. I hear you. I hear you loud right. and clear. I hear you loud and clear. And I think the communication is healthy. I think right. I think if it helps yeah. the dating aspect of this, we can get closer to that ring. Yes. Because yes. communication and right. we can we can listen. As I say, this show is about living and learning, and we can learn from each other. If we don't want to go to the therapist, I agree that, hey, here's a forum for you. Here's a forum for you. Here's a forum for be anonymous. Talk to Kathy. Talk to yeah. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. And what I was thinking is, you know, just being a first date coach, I, I, when I even meet people who are dating, and I'm dealing with them going on first dates and first dates and first dates, and sometimes to me it's like you, it, it, it remind me of being in the, in the movie uh, Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray. Every yes. day was the same day. How yes. many first dates are you going to have? Wait a minute. Let's right. stop. Put the brakes on. There's some right. things that you need to do before. You even go on your next date. There's some self-awareness. Right. You know, there's some things that need to happen before you start dating. Yes. You start dating, and then you start going into the courtship phase. You know, right. that's when you really start to understand, and I still believe strongly. I heard you talking earlier about courtship, Mike T. I strongly mm-hmm. believe and promote in courtship. Me too, me too. I, like that, right. Right. I like that movie when Harry met Sally. Remember that yes. scene? In the, in the restaurant, when she was practicing, practicing yes. orgasm, screaming, and Rob Ryan, the director of the movie, his, his mother was in the movie, and she said, "What what are you having for for dinner?" Not have what she's having. <laughs> she was good. That that, actually, she was good in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that movie. I really do. Harry Met Sally. Well, ladies, before we allow you to give away your information and how people can contact you, I want to get back into some music. I want to, hopefully, uh, if our audience would like to call in, 347-539-5729, we're going to come back after this little music interlude and close out the show. Would you guys hang with me for a few more minutes? Sure enough. Sure will. All right. Inside the Love Zone, Smokey Robinson says, if you're not with the right one, he has a piece of advice for you. Called Shop Around. Here My mother called me suicide. She said, Son, you're growing up now. Pretty soon you'll take a bride. And then she said, Just because you become a young man now, it's still some things that you don't understand now. Before you ask some girl for a hand now, keep your freedom for as long as you can now.
Yeah, that's a little piece of advice coming from the Temptations and uh, Mr. Smokey Robinson. Treat her like a lady, fellas, after you shop around and you feel like you have the one that you want. Treat her like a lady. Here inside the Love Zone, yours truly, Mike T. we got a few minutes left, eight more minutes. If you want to call in to get your call in to Dr. Grant or Kathy Bishop, Call me right now, 347-539-5729, if you want to uh, comment on our topic. Ladies, are you back with me as of yet? Yes, we are. Okay. Well, there's one last thing I want to comment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's because you've given out some great information to our audience. And what what I want to ask as a last question, Dr. Grant, and for Mm -hmm. both you and Kathy to, you know, comment on is she talked about the low family ideals, you know, that there's no role model in the family for these young men and and this dating, this whole dating culture now that we're into. Mm-hmm. How can we, you know, possibly solve that issue uh, that we do have these low family ideals? They're, they're not a lot of two-family households. Oh. So where do, we, where do we go from here? Where do we go? Well, they have started these mentoring programs, you know, all over the country. Michael Bazin talks about it all the time yes. on his yes. show. Susan Taylor has a mentoring program. We've got to start mentoring these young people. Mm-hmm. We can't mm-hmm. be talking about them and, and their pants down and how they're behaving. We need to get out there in the street and start mentoring these young people, okay, because they right. need us. And if there's any message that comes out of this show is we need to become mentors in our own community. Each mm. one, teach one. Each one, teach one. Mm. And we need to start it right away because we can't keep complaining and talking off the top of our heads and doing nothing. Each right. each, each American got to get out there and save at least one child. I made up my mind to okay. do it, and I, I did it. I I, I I even focused on an incarcerated young man for 10 years, and I did 10 years with him. Wow. Got him in, got him in college while he was in prison. When he got out of prison, I got him into law school. I did 10 years with him. Mm. We've got to stop and talking. We've got to stop do, start doing now. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you straight up. And another okay. person that has a program, I just wanted to um, chime in with Dr. Grant, is mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, Hill Harper has uh a, a couple of mentoring programs that have been very successful. He has the um, he has the book, the letter to my younger brother. He has also a letter to my younger sister, mm-hmm. and then he has the relationship book for the um, the couple. So all together, we're talking about a whole unit in the family. Mm-hmm. And if we if each person can commit to doing it, I work with youth um, now. I work with with the youth group. And I continue to to commit to being available and accessible to to the youth, and we and it's something we just have to commit to do. Yeah, I've and I'd like to see I'd like to see myself following someone up into their ten in, into their ten ten years from now. I, I think that's, right. that's that's excellent, Doctor right. Grant. I did I went out to the prison. I'm going to follow your lead on it. <laughs> yeah, I went on the yard. Okay? Wow. That was when I was uh, uh, during that time period. I was on the radio with WNJR, pen mm-hmm. pals for prisoners and all that. I started all of that. But that's very important that we get committed to this. Each one, teach one. We've got to start mentoring our young people. We can't leave them mm. in the pants, okay? We cannot leave them in the pants right. anymore. And it's up to us as to do it. Mm-hmm. I hear you loud and clear. Yeah, that's and that's the word for the closing of this show. We've got to become a family again. Okay. And you know, that's what we're trying to. 
took care of everybody else's children and we, 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 we gave other children advice and we reached out, we mentored these boys and these boys don't have fathers. We need to go the brothers need to go out and mentor these boys to help them to become men. Because baby moms well, can't do it. That's what this show is about. We want yeah. to bring on professionals to talk about it. And like I say, this is a place where we can live and learn. Now, yeah, Dr. Grant, I understand from talking to you when I met you that you're now retired. I don't know that you no, have No, I'm not retired. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what okay. I, Ruby B said about retiring. She said, I, I have no intention of retiring, she said. She said, like I don't have any intention of dying because I don't believe in death because death doesn't, life doesn't know death. She said, my job is to keep on living and let death take care of itself. I'm with her. <laughs> no retiring. All right. No. So I guess from the standpoint of those listeners who might want to contact you, is there an email address, a phone number, or anything, information that you want to give out on oh, the website? Yes. Yeah, they could get me an email. M A W T A W N J at M S N dot com. That's would you repeat that again? Mary A W P S and Paul A W N J as in New Jersey at M S N dot com. All right, super. And Kathy? Uh, why don't you give out your information where people can reach you if they listen to the show and wanna reach out and touch you. Sure, sure. They can uh they can go uh onto my my uh website. Blog site is www.kathybishop.com. That's Kathy with a C. Or they can reach me on email at dating at kathybishop.com or they can call me directly at six one oh nine three one three one seven nine. You know, if they want some inspiration I do inspirational text messages for United Black Fund of Greater Cleveland. And if they would like to get my inspirational text messages, they can get it at www.ubfogc.org. And this is for the United Black Fund of Cleveland, Ohio. And let me repeat that again. Uh, text messages, inspirational text messages, www.ubfogc. And to our audience, I will have that information on our Facebook page if you missed mm -hmm. any of it tomorrow, so you very can good. go there and get it. And as I say in closing to both of you, thank you very much for coming oh, on to the show. Thank you. I enjoyed you, Dr. Grant. I will yeah. definitely stay connected with you. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you, I Mike. You are Oh, I hope you both will come and join me again on other topics in the future. Yes, yes. You're a trailblazer, well, You're a trailblazer Mike. You're a trailblazer. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all, I, all I'm going to do is just try to create a forum. I think radio should Very be good. a little bit more than just entertaining. Yes. On that note, ladies and, and gentlemen, you're doing thank a great you for job. listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. On that note, as I always say in closing, I've enjoyed your company. hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, I'll see you another time, as I always say. It's more fun than one if you do it with two, and that's what we're trying to create, <laughs> two of you. And, ladies, last but not least, I'm going to leave you with this song by the Captain. Just remember, guys are just yearning for your love. Here, inside the love song. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love it.
Excellent, excellent. Excellent. Oh, I so enjoyed you, Dr. Grant. You were so refreshing, so refreshing, so authentic. It's not something that we get all the time. I'm going to stay connected with you. I'm 
on Prime Video. Officer Ryan, you found him. What do you want to do? I'm only human. Sometimes the person you least expect I can't go to Yemen. I'm an analyst. is the only man for the job. We gotta get inside his head. The new Amazon Prime original, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, starring John Krasinski. Stream now on Amazon Prime Video. Paris was only the beginning. The most anticipated TV series of 2018 is now on Amazon Prime Video. Officer Ryan, you found him. What do you want to do? I'm only human. Sometimes the person you least expect... I can't go to Yemen. I'm an analyst. ...is the only man for the job. We gotta get inside his head. The new Amazon Prime original, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, starring John Krasinski. Stream now on Amazon Prime Video.